Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. On today's Museum Quality, I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Where have the hard fouls in the NBA gone? Where have they gone? Plus, Tucker Carlson is out from Fox News. And Deuce Pacino, a.k.a. Deuce Collins, joins us on this hard-hitting Museum Quality. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. The Bleach Brothers. Start this puppy up with something real nice. Start this puppy up with something real loud. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real funky. It's the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Lickety, let's go. Boom. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Have no fear, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Zickety Zone of Disruption. Huh. Name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. Captain Kalitis, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshit. I hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody is feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling really sane. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Have no fear. And I got to be honest. I had a plan. And then Monday started. I had a plan 
for today's podcast. And then the week started. But let me pace myself because I'm a little amped up. Oh, yeah. As I should be. Number one, the Knicks are up three games to one versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Number two, I had a great weekend at Uncle Vinny's in New Jersey. Number three, I'm going to be in Philadelphia, Philadelphia this weekend. I'm going to be in Philadelphia at the Helium Comedy Club the 27th, 28th, and 29th. 27th, 28th, 29th. And as I was coming down here to do today's podcast on a, I mean, a beautiful, an impeccable day in New York, a gorgeous, prototypical spring day. When you think of spring days in New York, today is every single thing you can hope and or imagine it would be like. Had a great workout, pumped that thick steel. You see it, right? I mean, sometimes I try to cover, I, I, don't, I try not to show too much skin because I want you to be paying attention to my thoughts and ideas. So I try not to show too much skin because I do not want to be known as just a piece of meat, right? I cover up. But you see, you see what's happening. You see the shoulders. You see it all. Nice workout. Thick steel, jumped rope, all that. Coffee, avoided going to the bakery. I walked by my bakery this morning and it was like, I was like, because they had some, they got these morning, morning buns. Then they got chocolate morning buns. And they call you. I don't even know why I walk. I should avoid the street. The reason why I didn't avoid the street, because I was thinking about going in there. I was like, let me just, I want to go. I'm going to go. But then I didn't go. That's neither here nor there. Okay. Knicks are up three to one. The playoffs have been great. And right before I picked up the golden mic to do this podcast, I found out that Tucker, the motherfucker Carlson, is gone from Fox News. He's out. I believe this cocksucker has the highest rated cable news program, Tucker Carlson. And I understand why. This guy's a lying buffoon. A, just a, a, a lying, maniacal fuck with Trump derangement syndrome. And as we reported on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast last week, Dan Bongino, bye-bye from Fox News last week. This is all on the heels of $787 million, $787 million settlement. Fox News had to pay out to the Dominion Voting Group, Dominion Voting Corporation. You know when you go vote, the little booths, some guy created a great business and then they have to be slandered by Fox News saying that the Dominion Voting Group had something to do with a rigged election. So what happens? They fucking sued them. And instead of going to court and fighting for what they thought or what they 
knew was right. They settled the fuck out because they knew it was all wrong. So Dan Bongino's out. And now Tucker, the motherfucker, Carlson is out at Fox News. And I say, good, get rid of all of them. I want that wonky-eyed freak, Laura Ingram. I want her out next. You know, Ingram, the Ingram angle. I want her in that fucking lazy eye and her face, which is just pumped to the nine with Botox. Fucking face doesn't even move. She's like, la, 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 la. Trump, la, 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 with that fucking smirk, that perpetual smirk, which is only because it doesn't move. You're fair. Ah, bah, 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 bah. I'm Laura Ingram. This is the Ingram angle. Bah, 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 bah. Loosen your shit up. Can you go like this, Laura Ingram? Does your forehead go like that? It doesn't move. You can't frown. You can't smile. Your shit's just like this. Shit's frozen, bitch. Shit is frozen. Like that. Anyway, Tucker Carlson's the leader of the pack, and he's gone. And allegedly, a friend told me, I got this from Trump. He does this all the time. This is how you face no consequences. You go, a friend told me, I heard. Well, a friend told me that he allegedly heard that the reason why Tucker the motherfucker Carlson is also leaving Fox News is because of the Dominion voting Settlement of $782 million. Allegedly. That's what I heard. That's what a friend told me. And I said, good, you fuck. This is not news. And I'm not saying CNN is unbiased news. But Fox News is not fucking news. We ain't talking about CNN right now. We're talking about Fox News. They're the ones who had to settle $788 million, not CNN. Okay? Dan Bongino, Don Bongino, Tucker the fucker, Carlson. Sean Hannity, you're next, you fuck. Watch your mouth. Watch your fucking... That's, that's, that's what it all comes down to. Watch your fucking mouth. Can't just be saying everything... In anything and call yourself a news station, a news broadcast. Motherfuckers will sue you. They'll sue you real nice and they'll sue you real proper. Anyway, the NBA is and always will be fantastic. The NBA playoffs are, they're great. They're great. People are fighting. Uh, there's been injuries. Uh, Anthony Edwards kept kept afloat. The Minnesota Timberwolves, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, Draymond Green, and the Warriors. They tied it up with the Sacramento Kings. Giannis is hurt. They're looking like they're in trouble. The Knicks are three games to one ahead versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland. This is for you, you fucks. Three to one. I thought you motherfuckers were going to push them to the seventh game. The sad thing about the NBA playoffs first round is that 
The word that has been used the most during the playoffs is groin, private parts, penis, Johnson, and jewels. Because the NBA, the fouls that have gone on in the first round of the playoffs between Draymond Green's chest stomp kick to Joel Embiid's dick kick on Nick Claxton to James Harden's dick flick or elbow to the dick to Dylan Brooks' blatant dick flick on LeBron James. The amount of times this has been discussed in the last week, week and a half is embarrassing. If you're an NBA fan, uh, last week, listen to Stephen A. Smith, Kenny, Charles, Shaq, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp, Frank Isola, and every other NBA analyst and correspondent, Doris Burke, poor Doris Burke, she had to get in there and talk about all the kick to the groans, private parts, sensitive parts. Yo, can we bring back some just straight-up hard fouls? You want to foul a guy? Clothesline him. You want to foul a guy? Push him. You want to foul a guy? Forearm shiver. These low-key kicks to the dick, these low-key flicks to the dick, it's embarrassing. You guys are ginormous men, physical specimens. And the way you're hard fouling each other in 2023 is dick shots, basically shots to the dick. The great Maurice Lucas, the great Lonnie Shelton, the great Charles Oakley, the great Anthony Mason are laughing at you guys. You want to make a hard foul? Make a blatant hard foul. But literally, this is the entire conversation was last week. I had to turn it off. And I, I love NBA banter. I love NBA discussion, NBA debate. But like, I, had, I literally had to turn it off. I was like, what, what are we talking about here? Is Dylan Brooks going to be suspended for him hitting LeBron James in the dick? Is Joel Embiid going to be suspended for kicking Nick Claxton in the dick? Should James Harden have been uh, thrown out of the game for elbowing or flicking so-and-so? What is this? Are we playing grab ass or is this the NBA, man? It's a fucking playoffs. You got a problem with a guy. You want to make a hard foul? Make a hard foul like a fucking man. NBA is and always will be fantastic, and I'm enjoying the playoffs. I just, I've had enough of that. I'm also enjoying being on the road. Like I said, I had great shows at Uncle Vinny's in Jersey. Shout out to everybody that came to the shows. I will be in Philly the 27th, 28th, and 29th, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at the Helium Comedy Club. And then I am going to be in Houston the 5th and the 6th of May, Burlington, Vermont, the 18th, 19th, and 20th. Then I am going to be in Rhode Island, the 8th, 9th, and 10th. I'll be in Chicopee, Massachusetts, one night, June 11th. And then I'll be in Denver, the 15th, 16th, and 17th. All tickets are up on my website. All tickets, all information is available at Michael Rappaport Comedy. Dot com. Excited about uh, those shows. Having a good time on the road. 
My voice is back, feeling good. I got bunkered down. I had a situation in a hotel. So I was in Jersey. And I was like, this shouldn't be an issue. I booked my hotel for one night. And I was like, I could do a, a late checkout. And maybe I'll even have to pay uh, for an extended late checkout. And I was even willing to pay if I needed to use the room uh, for a few extra hours. And they said you had to pay the whole night. So I booked the room for one night. The next morning I get up at 11 and they go, are you checking out? I go, I ain't checking out. I'm going to get some coffee. They go, well, you need to check out at 1 p.m. Now it's 11.30. I said, well, oh, I don't want to check out at 1 p.m. My show ain't till 7. They said, well, you need to check out at 1 p.m. We're sold out. Literally had just gotten up. I said, okay. I'll be right back. So I'm driving around Jersey trying to find some coffee. Jersey's big. Let me tell you something. Jersey's a big place. You don't just walk around with Jersey. Unless you're in one of these towns or something like that. Anyway, I get my coffee and I, uh, I'm coming back into the hotel. And unbeknownst to me, when I'm coming back into the hotel, I leave my phone in my car. I'll get to that later. But I put my hoodie on. I go, I'm going to go in my room and I'm going to bunker the fuck down. I'm not checking out at one. I'm not checking out uh, six hours before my show. I got a show at seven, uh, 730. I just got up. I'm not leaving the fucking... I, you're, you're sold out. We're in the middle of nowhere. I'm in the Jersey Shore. It's a random Saturday. The hotel... So it's not like the Four season. It's a nice hotel. And uh, full transparency, when I checked in, they were like, oh, we're big fans. Wendy Williams this. Can you take a selfie? Yada, yada, yada. Next day, they're like, you got to leave. I go, okay. I'll see you. Uh, I walk in the hotel room. And I go... This is going to be a standoff. They're going to have to smoke me out. I'm not just leaving the fucking room. I'm not just, I don't know, what What am I going to do? Stay in my car for five hours? Like, I want to, like, you know, go get some food or something like that. But I'm not killing six hours on a Saturday. There's games on. So I get back in the room. One o'clock comes. I, hear, I start hearing knocking at the door. Room service. I go, I'm not ready. They go, we come back. 1.30, the phone rings. They go, uh, you know, checkout is uh, 1 o'clock. I go, yeah, I know. I'm not ready yet. Get myself together. Having a tough day. They go, okay. 45 minutes later, room service. I go, we, we, we're not ready yet. Now it's we. It's not just me. It's we. I'm, I don't know why I said we. Phone's ringing. The, I take the phone off the hook. They're knocking. They're I don't have my phone because they're, they're calling the whole, the room phone. I realize I left my phone in my car and I'm afraid to go to my phone in my car because I free, I'm afraid if I go to my phone in my car, they'll kick me out of my room. And I don't want an incident. I'm trying to avoid incidents. I got enough incidents. Every day of my life is an incident. When I wake up, it's an incident. So I'm trying to minimize my incidents. Anyway, 3.30, they're knocking, they're calling the room. I figured out how to work my iWatch. 
My wife's calling. The Dust Brothers are calling. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Anyway, I'm watching the games. I got my stuff packed in case the cops show up. Because that's what I was thinking was going to happen. The cops were going to show up and be like, sir, you have to leave the room. And I was prepared for that. But anything other than the cops, the manager's calling, the lady. I said, didn't you ask me for a selfie yesterday? She goes, yes, I know. But the manager, I go, well, what, you, you, aren't you a fan? You're trying to fucking put me in the streets? Anyway, somehow, some way. They didn't smoke me out of there and the cops. I, was, I didn't want New Jersey State troopers showing up at my door going, Mr. Rappaport, we know you're in there. You got to get the fuck out. Inevitably, I wound up leaving peacefully. It was a peaceful standoff. About 5.15 after my game and halfway through the other game. I don't remember what game was on. But the point is, is that I, I was concerned they were going to smoke me out, you know? They were going to start throwing in the tear gas and smoke me out of there. And I was going to, but I was prepared. I had my fucking clothes on and my sneakers at the door in case anything went down. My bag's packed and closed on. Nonetheless, it all worked out. But for a minute, they were, they were pressing me, pressing me hard. And it's fucked up when like, you know, just the day before they're, they're taking selfies and shit. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
What else is going on? Um, the fun thing about this episode is I'm bringing in the shooter, Dean Collins, a.k.a. the young shooter, a.k.a. Deuce Collins, a.k.a. Deuce Pacino. Normally, I'll bring him in for the entire episode when he comes in, but I said a little bit of the shooter goes a long way. Plus, uh, the shooter's like Ferris Bueller. Like he, he, everything's got to be like right, the time and all that stuff. He's on the West Coast. The sun's got to be, you know, risen, but not too risen. Can't be too hot. Can't be too cold. But without further ado, let's bring in the young shooter, Deuce Pacino, Deuce Collins. We got him there? Holy, wow, that was, what a transition. We got him. Hello? Hey. Hey, Dean. Hey, how are you? How how you doing, man? Nice backdrop. Thank you. I am doing well. Um, I'm all amped up, all fired up. Happy to have you. And normally I ask you, what have you been doing? What have you been watching? But I'll just jump right into this. I watched the first two episodes of the FX slash Hulu documentary. Dear Mama, directed by Alan Hughes of the Hughes Brothers. Obviously, they directed Dead Presidents and Menace to Society. And I did not have high expectations, not because Alan Hughes isn't a ridiculous filmmaker, because he made that five-part documentary series. I just thought, how much more can we get? How much more can we learn? How much more can be riveting about Tupac? And I got to tell you, it's fantastic. It's so well done, so compelling. The filmmaking and the storytelling and the things he did with music and the way he just broke down every little bit of his life thus far and his mother's life, Afeni Shakur, who I knew about, but I didn't know the details about just all the stuff she had been into as a Black Panther, and I knew that she represented herself and the other Black Panthers in this famous court case uh, when they wanted to give her, I believe, 365 years in prison, literally. It's so fucking good. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Dear Mama on FX slash Hulu, the first two episodes are up now. And like I said, it's directed by Alan Hughes. Brilliant filmmaking. I can't wait for the rest of the documentary to drop. Did you watch it? I've I've heard about this documentary, but and I've seen like little clips or trailers, teasers, and it looks good, but I I no, I didn't watch it. Yo, it's fucking dope. Is the family involved in the doc? The family is involved, and apparently the family and the estate you know, wanted Alan Hughes to direct it, and it's excellent. It's fucking excellent. And, of course, there's stuff that you've seen because Tupac, I mean, I was trying to think of, I know four documentaries that I watched about Tupac, but the way he tells the story and the way 
it goes back and forth and the things that they do with music and the things that they do with archival footage and the things that they do with some footage I had never seen. And, you know, I'm a big, 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 big Tupac fan. It's excellent. I mean, it was All right. really, really, really good filmmaking, great documentary. And like I said, it's five parts. And I really would love Alan Hughes on the, on the uh, podcast because I would love to talk to him about just how he went about doing it. It's, it's really fucking good. You should definitely take a look at it. And anybody who is curious or uh, was thinking the same thing like I thought, trust me, it's well worth uh, watching it. Well, that's a rave review. I mean, you sound like really passionate about it. I got to check it out. Thank you. You you sound pretty passionate yourself too, man. <laughs> I'm not as passionate about you as as y how you are with the documentary because I haven't seen it. But I'm I'm a passionate person. I've been watching things, but I haven't. I, there hasn't been anything on TV that I've been like, oh my god, I I love this, or you have to watch this. So that's nice to hear that there is something on FX that's worth watching. It's um, great. I'm telling you, it's fucking great. I, I started rewatching it again. Uh, this morning, just because I was think, I was just. It, I'm telling you, it's really, really, really well done. All right, cool. It's really, really, uh, really well done. Um, are you awake, my friend? I, I woke up not too long ago, but I'm here. I'm I'm here. Do don't worry about when I woke yet? up. Hot no, chocolate. You, you hot chocolate. Know you know I don't do coffee. Uh, I haven't had any hot chocolate. But after this, I'm planning on on getting back my smoothie game back with the green juices. Uh, I got some. Celery, carrots, kale. I got a lot of greens. I'm gonna put that in a blender, and because I, I need, I'm watching. I really am watching my figure these days. Like I'm watching what I eat because the past couple of weeks have been really bad. I've joined a gym that's up the street from me, so I'm walking to the gym. I'm getting my steps in. I'm doing well, the treadmill well, well, for. Well, let let. I don't want to give too much details as to where you live. Because you know, yeah, fans, do will, fans will come after you. Oh, they'll be, it'll be like the Beatles outside my house. But when you say walk to the gym, come on, let's not make it seem like it's like you're walking two blocks. It's like, I, I mean, I wouldn't say two. I, I mean, maybe three, three. I mean, probably like three blocks. Okay, you got me. Probably about three, three blocks, three or four blocks. Okay, and what are you doing these days? Like, are we doing that steel? Like, what are we on? Pull no, ups? we're just we're doing treadmill. We're doing treadmill. We're doing running. You're running for like forty five minutes. Not even. We're not running either. We're doing a three speed on the treadmill, but we're doing an incline at about eight to 12 incline. And we're doing it for about 30 to 45 minutes. Cause there are these I, girl, I, and then there's girls on TikTok, believe it or not, they talk about weight loss and how you don't have to run on the treadmill to achieve your weight loss goal that you could set it on. An, it's called the 33, 12, or the 12 330 uh -huh. method or whatever it is where it's a, you put it on a 12 incline yes. which is really fucking hard yeah, I, have to, I have to tell you it's hard you you walk for a 3 speed it's like a light you know it's like a a quick pace there with the walk but um you're on that shit you for 45 minutes it doesn't get boring not at a 12 incline I'm not it's really hard at that but for about an eight, for about like an 8 Incline, I'm doing that for about 30 to 45 minutes. It gets boring. And after the first five, 10 minutes, I'm thinking there's no way I'm going to be doing this for 40 minutes. And sometimes I'll get off, but I've been doing it, but I have to watch what I eat because I've been going crazy on the Ben and Jerry's lately. Yeah. It's, it's not an everyday thing. It's not even an every other day thing. It's once in a while, but Ben and Jerry's fucked my head up because yeah. there is a flavor that, you know, cause I was really hot on the tonight dough uh, with Jimmy Fallon. And it, 
I love that ice cream. I'm not a big fan of Jimmy Fallon, but his ice cream is huh. fantastic. Huh. And um, God, it's such a great ice cream. If you haven't had it, if the fans haven't had that ice cream, it it, it is life-changing, I think. And it's also filled with fucking like 1,300 calories a pint. But I got off of that for a while. I was feeling good. And then I, I was introduced to um, a flavor called chocolate milk and cookies. And this is something that I just I just stumbled upon. I picked it up and I was watching TV and I, I was like, whoa, once it hit my face, it's like cocaine or something. Like, it's like a drug. Like once I tasted it, it really got me going. And so I've been craving that. And I'm, But I'm finding myself going all across town to search for the fucking thing because they don't have it at CVS. They don't have it at Rite Aid. They don't have it at Gelson. So I'm, I have to like go to like a Target in like the ghetto to like, find chocolate milk and cookies like i'm scouring the fucking aisles and when like you get you go to, to that any, I, like you'll go anywhere and everywhere to get it i'm like calling like hi i'm like talk, i'm like asking targets them, and asking them if they have it <laughs> i'm like they're they're transferring me to like the frozen food manager and so i have to ask the frozen food manager if they have it and so i'm scouring the aisles at like a janky target um and then when you get to the aisle Inevitably, there's like four other people that are like hovering over the ice cream. They want aisle that milk well. and chocolate too. They want the, they want the chocolate milk and cookies Yo, too. Yo, that's sugar. And Sugar's an addictive thing. I was just talking earlier on the podcast today, man. There's a dirt. I walked myself off the ledge this morning because I wanted this. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Some cookie? honey bun. Are, are, are you- I wasn't even at my cookie yet. This is in the morning. I don't eat cookies until the afternoon. But this bakery called Orwashers. Man, I I, I, I had to. I, I but luckily I walked away from it. Um, Good but for you, because because it's a it's a low moment when you wake up at about eight thirty in the morning and you're going for the pint of ice cream. You eat That's ice when cream you know at eight thirty no, in the morning. No, no, hell no. But I, I can't say that it hasn't happened. You've eaten can't ice say cream I at eight in the that. morning. For sure, for sure, I've done that, and that's and that's, that's a low. That moment. ain't good. No, but I can recognize that that's not a good moment and, and that I'm probably in trouble at that point. So I joined the gym. I, I went to the grocery store the other day and I got tons of veggies and all this shit. And and I'm just like, I'm fucking starving. I'm like eating rabbit food here. It's, it's no way to live. It's so fucking boring, but I'm, I'm going to be making these fast, smoothies. Man, don't eat after 6, 7 p.m. Eat from 12 that's what they to say. 7. That's the best way to do it. That's what they say. That's the so, easiest anyway. thing to do. That is the easiest thing to do. I, I don't know. You you can't sleep. You got problems. I I, I don't know. I, I, listen, I don't give a fuck what you're eating, to be honest with you. I, I don't okay, want to no, spend, I, excuse me, I don't want to spend this episode talking about you and your celery and your carrots. I don't give a fuck I don't either. what you're eating. I don't give a fuck what you're eating, to be honest. I, I wanted to talk about the Tupac documentary, which is excellent. <laughs> I was talking about Tucker Carlson's leaving Fox News. I, already I talk- saw that. And do you see Don Lemon is fired too? Whoa. They got That's, rid of Don Lemon. They I, did that this morning too? I'm like a correspondent over here, over, Yo, over the honestly, fucking airwaves. They should bring me in for real. Because you know what's fucked up? Did you notice the Daily Show formerly with Trevor Noah? They have, uh, they're bringing in guest hosts. Everybody has guest, but- guest hosts. Uh, from Marla Wayans, who was great, John Leguizamo, this comic, that comic, Sarah Silverman, this, that, and the third. The Daily Show. Interchangeable guest hosts week after week. The only person who hasn't been brought in to host The Daily Show is me, Michael Rappaport. But when the shit hits the fan, 
Who's the guy on the front lines talking that shit the most? Me, Michael Rappaport. And full transparency, I had a conversation with them about it. And they acted like, like I was fucking, I don't know. But I'm offended that the motherfuckers at The Daily Show have not had me in for not even one episode to host The Daily Show. But now you're getting rid of Tucker Carlson, Don Lemon, and all them. Because you know why? Because these guys, they're too radical. They're, Don Lemon is a jack faker, and Tucker Carlson is a complete jack faker. And I didn't know that they got rid of uh, Don Lemon this morning. That's breaking news. After 17 years, fired. From CNN. And well, he and, said and so that when wild not, shit about the women. And all, wow, 17 years. That's a long time. But when you see all these guest hosts on, on The Daily Show and all that stuff, and you don't get that phone call and your phone doesn't ring, do you go internally and say, why? No, I, mean, I don't it, say why because I, I, know, I know what it is. I know it's about bullshit diversity. The, they had uh, Al Franken who deserves it. Al Franken, they, they fucked him. I, I know what it is. I know what yeah, it is. Yeah, what is it? it it's some well, bullshit diversity shit. It's like, it's just some bullshit. But, well, but they, I, need, they need an Ashkenazi Jew on that show. That's what I'm who's, saying. Who's, the daily, the does the Daily I mean, Show hate Jewish men? They had Sarah mm -hmm. Silver. But let me tell you something. Nobody would do it like me. Nobody. No. And John Leguizamo killed it. Marla Wayans was awesome. Marla Wayans was funny as fuck. When Marla Wayans is on point, Marlon He's Wayans, great. Funny motherfucker. I mean, they've had everybody do it. And I was like, they're going to call. I don't even need to think. They're going to, of course, they're going to call me. I've hosted, I hosted close to 50 episodes of the Wendy Williams show. I'm the host of the Worldwide Phenomenon I Am Rap Port Serial Podcast. I've been on live TV, on sports shows, this, that, and the third. I'm known. And you're in Grand Theft Auto, for God's sakes. Exactly. And you got everybody hosting the Daily Show, but you're not coming to me, the Gringo Mandingo, me, the Inflamed Osh, me, the guy that came up with the moniker Dick Stain Donald Trump. So when you say, do I ask why, I just know it's some, some bullshit. It's almost like I'm too hot for the block. The block is, is I, I make the block too hot if I go on there. Yeah, I mean, I don't see Sarah Silverman and Marlon Wayans at the Trump rallies talking to the uh, Antifa people and and telling them to go around the corner with them. The, I, mean, I, don't, I don't see. I don't see it. Maybe, maybe it's out there. Maybe need, it's somewhere need, on YouTube. Need I say more? Need right. I say more? I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the Draft. King's YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. 
Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I know that you specifically had one thing you wanted to talk about on today's podcast. Oh, about our relationship? Yes. You said, I want to talk about the origin story. Yes. Of Michael Rappaport and Dean Collins. You, you said, I want to do the origin story. Well, because sometimes when I go to the YouTube videos, I see... Some comments every now and again say, how come you don't put my name in the description, like co-hosted or that I make an appearance there? And so some people say, I'm why aren't you, you dropping why. his name? I am going to tell you why I do not put your name. I mean, name. I don't even get the fucking credit. If I'm waking up at 9 a.m. I can't even me. get a fucking title in the, in the description. I'm going to tell you why I don't put your name and I'm no longer going to put your picture specifically on the YouTube videos because your YouTube shit when I put your pictures up there, the content isn't YouTube shit. I think mm. very highly of you. But for some reason, when I mention your name, I put your face up there. And we they, know they don't want we, it. we know we make gold. The, the <laughs> stuff that you and I do, it's literally like gold flakes, like 14 karat gold flakes out of the sky. But for some reason, when I put you up there on YouTube, nothing. Mm. It's almost like interesting. I don't know if you... It, it, it's like a repellent. You're YouTube repellent. <laughs> Got it. So I understand the photo, maybe somewhere in that long description maybe box the, with all that shit. description, I'm happy to put you. No, but you know, I'm going to remember that because I'm going to remember that when I start my own podcast and I get my own YouTube channel cooking, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to be like, when I put your photo up there, it's like fucking the numbers are all the way down. No one wants to see Who you knows? up there. But we'll remember that. I don't know. But just in case people are listening, I do have a YouTube channel at Michael Rappaport, and it's fantastic. It is right. really good. Anyway, go on. The origin story. Let, 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 I'll just ask you this question. So, I'll just ask no, but you that this was Okay. I'll ask you the no, question. No, but that was, that, was the, that was a part of the thing where people were saying, who is the, They were saying, you don't tag me in the videos, and they were saying, nope. who is this person? How do you know this person? Okay, so the origin story. You met me for the first time when you auditioned for the war at home. And they had told me, they said, there's a kid. He's great. 
He's funny, and he actually looks like he could actually be your son. And you came back for the second audition. At that point in your life, what did you know about Michael Rappaport? Zero. I knew zero. And and a lot of people in my family didn't know too much, but my older brother was like, oh, yeah, of course, Michael Rappaport. You, you don't know who that is? And he pulled up a photo for me. And I remember this was 2005, and I was 15 years old. And he pulled up a photo of me and it was like you in like a blue sweatshirt with your hood up at like some premiere. It was like your IMDb photo at the time. And I was like, oh, okay, like I kind of see that. And you kind of see was like, what? You don't know. The resemblance, I guess. Kind of see, I kind of saw the resemblance. Oh, okay. I mean, you were a pasty white guy, had like blondish hair or whatever. But he was like, you haven't seen him in this and you got to watch this movie Bamboozled. And he was all about Bamboozled, the Spike Lee movie, Bamboozled. That's right. Where you're in the, in, I'm and great that was in that gr- film. And it's a great gr- film. You are. Particularly good in that film. Great movie. Uh, great performance. Which you would call that as a ballsy performance. Yeah, you like jumped up on the table at one point ballsy in that movie, I think. Ballsy performance. 100%. And I remember watching that before the second audition. And uh, I remember going in for that... Uh, that role and and uh, like the directors and writers were like laughing because they were like, you look exactly like Michael. Like they were tripped out by the fact that I could really play your son on that show. But that's when I met you. There's an amazing photo after the, it was a live audience taping. And I remember I've never done a live audience taping, like for you the know, pilot of War at Home, of, we did a live audience, did a live audience for the pilot. And I was so fucking nervous. I threw up before the live audience uh, show and, and did you then ever it got thank me? Because I could have said, "Well, no, I don't like that little shit." I don't think you had. I don't think you had a lot to do. No, with I, I had total my- casting authority, and I could have said, "I don't like that little shit." Let's go <laughs> yeah. with another one of these little shits. Thank God. I mean, so, thank so God. Have you, you ever went- s- actually said thank you? No, because I, I I said thank you to Rob Lauderstein, the writer, uh, creator of the show, the producer. Um, I said thank you to a lot of people, a slew of people, but you were never on the list of someone that I thanked because I didn't know that you had a hand in that. You never told me you had a hand in that casting process. So are you going to say thank you today or are you just going to keep going? I don't think I need to say thank you. I mean, okay. I don't think I need to say thank you to you about that because I don't. Th- I, you weren't there in the casting okay. process. It's not like you showed up at the casting process. No, you read but- with me. Later, way you're right, you're right. So I guess thank you for reading you with go. me at the time. There you fucking um, go. What was your first impression of me, Michael Rappaport? My first impression of you go was ahead. go on. Was um that you were very loud, a big personality, not easy to be around for more than, you know, 10, 20 minutes. Really nice guy, great guy. And, and you could be a nice guy and have all those things that come with it. You know what I mean? Huh. Um, and I remember also like we would have to eat a lot of fake food on the set and, and like they would teach you how to eat mime, how to eat food or whatever. And then sometimes on our lunch breaks, we would eat on the set at the actual table uh, in the kitchen set of the show and i remember you know i'd had my fork and knife and i'd be eating my chicken and be cutting everything up and you were like a caveman you would like stab the chicken with like your fork you'd have the fork in your right hand you didn't have proper etiquette and i remember i was always like raised with manners and my parents like told me how to like hold a fork and knife that's because you're british motherfucker that's because you're british motherfucker i didn't grow up in london excuse me i didn't grow up in london well your father did okay and, sure. and 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 that's that that bullshit, you know, like 
uh, bureaucracy, uh, uh, you know, from the, what is it called? <laughs> what is it called? The royal family? I don't. I mean, I don't know. Hey, whatever. You like? You, you, whatever. I didn't grow up like that. And my brother eats correctly, and I'm ambidextrous. That's why I cut right. with my right hand, and then also eat with my right hand. So I don't. But need what is to, chewing with your mouth open? What? Where does that come into the ambidextrous part of it? it don't worry about that. So that's. I the, just remember this thinking is like this th is the origin story. You're trying to criticize <laughs> the way I eat, motherfucker. No, no. I just remember thinking like you had a lot of caveman tendencies like it was like watching like a wildebeest on the set it was like whoa like what is this what is this creature but we had a lot of great times yeah, together there you go motherfucker we had great times <laughs> yeah no of course, you're talking of course about? we did you're talking about first impressions you're talking about first well, impressions you said but there's you an wanted amazing to tell the origin story like it was fucking spider-man and batman and shit <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, but no, and there's an amazing photo of me and you. I remember after the taping, I went into, I was, I was actually like nervous to get a photo with you after the show ended. I was like, ah, I'm going to knock on his door. Maybe I can get a picture with him just, you know, for keepsake. And I remember knocking on your door with my mom, I think, and she took a photo of us and I have, and I, and I gave a thumbs up in every fucking photo in 2005. <laughs> 2005 was like my year of just putting the thumbs up. And so there's a great photo. I look so young. I'm 15 and we're 20 years apart. Exactly. Damn. So I was 15 or no, yeah. I was 15. I was 35 and you were 35, That's crazy. which is and you know what's crazy? What? Is I'm going to be 33 next month. So I'm almost close to your age, the, close to the age that you were when you did the war at home, which is mind-blowing to me. And I don't Damn. look like an adult person that should have a wife on a show. I still look like I should be trying out for fucking Disney Channel characters or I just shouldn't, I shouldn't have like a spouse. I mean, that looks crazy. Right. Right. I thought you were going right. to go somewhere else with that. No. Okay. Because you're not going to continue fucking insulting me on no. my goddamn podcast, you fuck. And then ask why you're not in the YouTube uh, description. You little prick. I was prick just wondering you. why. Was, you little prick, I, you. I didn't even notice the YouTube description. Someone pointed that out, but that's okay. You don't have to put me up there. I'll keep note of that. But no, we had some great times on that show. Oh, we did so a lot of videos. Fun. We had so much fun. What a, what a, what a fun, good show. They they really ran, they really ran us off that network and it had nothing to do with us nothing to do with the show. Listen, shows get canceled for a variety of reasons. Speaking of which, yo, this writers' strike is going down. That's what I heard. I heard there's like not going to be a lot of work for yo, like a lot for a lot of people. The writers' strike is going down, and the thing that people are going to notice first is late night TV. Late night TV is going to be pulled off the air. This is effective May 1st. Now, there could be a Hail Mary that stops the writer's strike, but I'd bet the house that the writer's strike is going down. So, there's going to be no more late night TV until this is resolved. Unless things are already in production, there's not going to be any more uh, TV or movies shot unless they're already in production or the scripts are already submitted or um, things are obviously already... There's a bunch of stuff that has already been shot but it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. And the reason why this strike is going, it's going to be, it's a variety of reasons, but the WGA, the Writers Guild, a lot of it has to do with streamers and money and streamers, residuals and all that stuff. Because when you do a yeah. streaming show, unlike a network show, you get paid a flat fee. And unless you're like Brad Pitt 
or you know Jennifer Aniston who does a lot of stuff on street. They'll pay you that that crazy amount of money, but no one else is making any money except for the streamers. So if a show or a movie is on a streamer and it gets and it's popular and it airs over and over and over, the writers aren't getting more money because if a writer writes an episode of let's say Law and Order SVU, the more it airs, the more money you get. But on the streamers for movies and television, it, it, you get paid once. And that's a big problem. And I don't know how long this strike is going to last, but it's going down. And it's starting, but, uh, I believe, May 1st. But why is that just for the writers? Because isn't that the same with actors as well? well and actors and directors? Because streaming is... The, the actors deal, I believe, is sometime in June. It might be June 30th or June 1st. I think it's June 30th. It comes to an end or June 31st. How many days are in June? 31, I think. Or is it a... Uh... Is it 30 or 31? Fuck, these these months are so tricky. Uh, it's thirty, it's definitely thirty. I think June it's 30th. June thirtieth, and I, I don't know. I think this is going to be bad. I think it's going to well, be bad. Well, what do you so so if everything's shutting down and there's a crazy strike and there's not going to be a lot of work, are you going to re, be diving like head into stand up and like tr touring and stuff like that? Like, well, what I'm are you continue do? touring, and then there's a show that I may do that the scripts have already been submitted because there's like. If the scripts right. have already been submitted, you can you can you can start production on that. Exactly, stuff. exactly. But right, then well, there can't good. be any rewrites. It's it's a whole thing. It, it's going to be messy. It's going to be it, this this strike. If it goes down, and I I truly believe it's going to go down, it's going to be messy. Anyway, well, you, you 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 before we go, you need to you need to like get on some Bo Burnham shit and do your own like late night talk show from your fucking house. Do your own lighting. Do your own shit. Is he doing a Fuck late night the, talk show? No, but you know how Bo Burnham did his right. inside. Right. You know, he did everything himself. Right. He shot it. He did the lighting. Fuck the Daily Show. Fuck. That's the what I'm saying. Fuck the Daily Show. You got everybody and their mother guest hosting, except for the motherfucker who has laid it down the most. In That's the what last I'm saying. Five then they're going to want to. Fuck the Daily Show. I hate to say it, but fuck the Daily Show. No, there you go. I don't blame you. Ain't the first time I've told somebody to fuck off. <laughs> Ain't going to be the last. No. Right. Anyway, it's been a great podcast. It's an hour-long episode, an hour, 60 minutes of chaos, craziness, and disruption. Uh, anyway, Dean, you got any parting words? I, the origin story thing just really kind of fell. Well, you, yeah, we didn't dive into that. I don't think well, people really Well, I don't really, want to like, dive into it because you, you, once we started, you're like... Oh, I'm sitting there. I'm 15. And I'm eating, and you're like chewing with your mouth. Like you're going into it was a just my. It was my. No, but first you're going into a weird place. You're putting me in a weird, a weird spot when you're saying I'm 15 and I'm eating with you, and you like you, you know like that's the kind of shit people could get canceled for. Okay, well I'm not trying to cancel yeah, you. Yeah, I think it you didn't are trying like to you cancel me, motherfucker. It didn't sound like you had amazing words for me as a first impression either, motherfucker. So it, it, you didn't have anything that great to say about me when you first met me. I mean, what was your first impression of me? We don't have to go back to it, but just, you didn't have like a- Just an actor. Just a guy. Right. An artist, right? Just a guy. Just a guy who got a guy? cast. Lucky enough to be cast as my son. 100%. And I never took that show for granted. I think a lot of people on that show took it for granted. We had the most- Fun. You and I were having a ball doing the war at home, the now defunct Fox television sitcom. We had a ball. 
Definitely, and I and we've talked about it before, but you got me into some of the hottest nightclubs yep. in LA when yep. I was 15 years old. Maybe I shouldn't <laughs> say that on on record, but that happened too. And they were like carting people who were almost 21. And like, oh, you're not 21 yet. And I just slid in. As I don't a know how that happened, but and, I remember and, that one time on the dance floor that you and I were both dancing, and I was single, and you were 15. I, and yep. we were dancing with some chicks, and we high yep. high fived you. That high fived you across. Hilarious. We were fucking best friends at that point, and and that was a great time. Had some amazing moments. We, we'll have to dive into to that era from 2005 to 2007. But my God, that was a great time. And they need to they need to put those seasons somewhere oh, on streaming on Netflix so on good. Hulu wherever. So good because they were originally. But we need to find those, and the people should do some digging and, and look for those shows because we had a great time shooting it. Came, saw, disrupted. Kiggity came, saw, disrupted. Deuce Collins, Deuce Pacino, I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Miles Jordan, take me out of here with something real nice, yes? Take us out of here with something real loud, yes? But most importantly, end this puppy with something real funky. I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kaushi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kaushi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.